All right, welcome listeners to episode 54 of the Command Edit Podcast. Good for you, you press play. You deserve a little bit of a 45-minute break, which may time perfectly with our episode, so there we go. Uh, I'm Nick, I'm a freelance uh, feature film editor from way, way, way up north in uh, Ontario, Canada, living out of my igloo. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I am Josh Short, uh, I'm in my, my townhouse in a suburban Washington, D.C., northern Virginia area, and uh, we're both freelance editors, Nick cuts features, I cut corporate and anything else that comes my way nick also edits anything else that comes his way and uh we're here on command edit podcast episode 55 question mark 54 54 54 yeah well actually no you're you're right at the at the the point of this recording yes 54 has yet to come out so yes it will be 55 55 Ah, period that's right i tripped myself up because last time i didn't actually have any notes to write down so i didn't have I usually open up my Evernote app, and I've got uh, a document for each episode. And uh, yeah, when we finished recording, I realized, man, we did. It was a great episode. We talked a lot, but I didn't write down any notes, so I just skipped that. So yes, you're right. Episode 55. I'm sorry. 55. And uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to be getting a little bit sick up in here. <coughs> so, yeah, it sounds like uh, Josh, you're coming down with something there. Maybe we should uh, call in sick. Oh no, wait, you don't, you don't want to get fired now. <laughs> so something did go down on the Twitterverse uh, last uh, was a few days ago, last week maybe, uh, that Josh brought to my attention. Uh, I've been off Twitter for a little bit, so I uh, haven't uh, really been able to pay attention to a lot of the lovely discussions going on. But Josh, why don't you mention what uh, the, the, uh, the discussion that went down? Sure. Uh, Scott Simmons, he's a very popular editor uh, online. I, th- I believe he's based out of Nashville or somewhere in Tennessee. Uh, but Scott's a great guy. He writes for Pro video collation uh, and a bunch of other things uh, he's a great resource if you don't follow him already um, and he uh, he had an issue um, he's a, his Twitter handle is at edit blog by the way yes so uh, he had an issue of uh, he was hiring an assistant editor uh, for this job and the assistant editor was supposed to come and pick up the hard drive that day and uh, apparently the assistant editor said he was sick. And so uh, Scott posed the question on Twitter, like whether or not he should fire the guy or not hire the guy for this job. And uh, that, that caused a good, good, uh, I'll say, discussion on both sides uh, of kind of the um, the hardcore old school, like I never get sick or, or if I was sick, you know, I'm going in. Uh, or the other side of, hey, you know, this is unhealthy, like this is why we're unhealthy as an industry. Uh, we need to understand that people do get sick. So um, I think uh, Nick and I, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we're going to try and, and talk about it from maybe the assistant editor side as the guy or gal who got sick and as, uh, you know, the hiring side, uh, whether or not, you know, what you should do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Because it's uh, it's very fuzzy, and obviously looking at the discussion, which if you head on over to the Command Edit uh, site and check out the show notes for episode 55, uh, we'll include a link to the Twitter conversation so you can see what went down. And everybody's opinion was all over the place, so it was a good discussion. Yeah, and, and I do think, I mean, probably our opinions are going to be all over the place. I do think there isn't a right answer for this. Of course not, <laughs> which is exactly why this is going to be you know, not a three-minute episode. Uh, right. because otherwise if it was black and white hey we wouldn't have anything to talk about but it makes good conversation absolutely 
Cool. Uh, but first, uh, let's get caught up on what's been going on this week because somehow it's Thursday. I don't understand how it's Thursday because just yesterday I could have sworn it was Monday. And boom, just week has been gone. So, Josh, what have you been up to? Uh, so kind of like you, like uh, this is kind of my one free day this week. Uh, and the rest of it's just been slammed with freelance work, which is a great thing. It, it's always great to have work. But uh, I think both of us finally have a chance. We finally have like an hour to uh, take a deep breath and uh, kind of relax for a little bit, talking to each other. Um, and then, I mean, I'm working this weekend too. Uh, so which is which will be I got a new gig. I'm might be doing something on TV. This might be my first broadcast thing. I don't know if it's going to be broadcasted or not um, yet to find out, but uh, stay tuned for that. So that might be kind of cool. Cool. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, whereas I kind of change things up, uh, switch gears a little bit. And uh, occasionally I do actually uh, get a few jobs here and there working on the uh, camera team for shoots. And so uh, a friend of mine, a director, called me up, uh, had a short film that he wanted to shoot over Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so I was working as the first assistant camera, uh, which is a great switch up and uh, from sitting at the desk because it was very physical during the, the muggiest days of the year. Going, you know, outside to inside, it, you know, the locations we were using were just as hot as outside, so it made no difference. The entire cast and crew is just, you know, sweating their, you know, respective gender parts <laughs> off. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Had a sick, sick team put together. Uh, that's not supposed to be a pun, by the way. I just we we had a, we had a killer team put together where it almost didn't matter whether we were shooting gold or or if you know we were shooting crap it was just an awesome smooth operation that's uh, cool so, uh, yeah. what were you shooting it with we were shooting on the red dragon and uh, we had a uh, a uh, viral van from white's interactive uh, which is our uh, one of the production equipment companies uh, rental companies up here so uh, we had uh, it was for a short film. We had we were actually pretty stocked for crew and gear because I think we had a grip and electric team of uh, like a gaffer key grip and two or three other grips who were uh, assisting the director of photography with setting up lights, which greatly sped things up. Which means like you're capable of doing so much more because everybody can just grab lights, set it up, set it up, uh, and uh, meanwhile, camera team can just focus on the camera. So. I love it when things are properly crewed like that. It's awesome. God, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> so I realized I was trying to be cautious with choice of words because I was also not sure how many of our listeners are aware of like on-set titles and roles and stuff like that. But uh, it, was a, it was a great time. And I also had to switch over to assist DIT a couple of times because, <laughs> hey, disaster always strikes DIT. Right, right. Yeah. yeah so um, the one of the companies I freelance at, they they went out and uh, one of the guys they used to shoot uh, bought this uh, 4K handheld gimbal, uh, like like a handheld Steadicam, uh, and it was like five hundred fifty dollars. Probably that's like you know a thousand dollars Canadian, uh, but <laughs> it looked incredible. And now that's all I want. Like a, a one-handed or two-handed gimbal. One-handed, one-handed, like. One -handed. Uh, Lightweight. I don't know how many pounds it is. I'm sure it's super light, and you control everything from your phone, so you Bluetooth I, I, it. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And that's uh, five hundred dollars. It was it was five fifty or something like that. Five sixty. Good God! Yeah. I I wonder if we're talking about the same thing because I have in my head, you know, I I know what you know a handheld stabilizer, which people 
I actually took a picture at the airport last week when I was picking up my sister. There was a guy next to me waiting, uh, you know, for whoever his loved his loved one to come out to uh, come out of the doors, and he I guess was like trying to film their arrival, but he had this gimbal and his his smartphone mm-hmm. <laughs> was inside. Yeah, it. I found it. I found it. It is by DJI Osmo handheld 4K and three access gimbal. Uh, I'll send it over to you, Nick, and you can put it in the show notes. Good God. I didn't know it was that much money because it really doesn't five, look like much. $569. I'm telling you, the, the footage looked really good. I mean, you're not going to get like the, the shallow depth of field like with a DSLR or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, if, if you if you just want to do like some walking stuff or... or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, or anything moving. Um, I mean, that thing looked awesome. I think actually on one of the last big uh, com- uh, commercial shoots that uh, I was on, the one that took me down to Palm Springs, while the two camera teams were going off doing their own respective shots, uh, one of the producers actually had this, and he grabbed his smartphone, which he said shot in 4K, and he was running around trying, it was a new toy, so he said, well, I'm kind of testing it out, slash trying to get some cool shots as well. Yeah, that's exactly actually... what they did. It was, it was a new toy, <laughs> and they were just using it as like a second camera, and um, so like for for this stuff it's a lot of um let's say two people talking to each other uh and it's usually a one camera thing so they shoot it wide and then they shoot they do it again with uh, an iso on one of the people and they do it again with an iso on the other person so they did that and then they did one more where they did a one take and the guy with the handheld did a full circle around the scene and it was it, it looked fantastic and like for for the stuff i do with this company like i actually think it's going to completely change uh how we do a lot of these uh educational courses that we shoot good god every time i see one of those toys of course the three days i was filming i was pretty much assisting mostly primarily the steadicam operator so every time i see one of these i think wow this 500 hundred dollar toy is potentially bringing you one step closer to obsolete my friend i mean in in five years 10 years like it's gonna put regular steady cams out uh, of work you know what i that's that's a completely separate topic it uh, is but i'll 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 say you know all kidding aside you can't really replace the, the value that a steady cam operator actually brings and so they're very very different you know they said yeah. the same thing about gimbals but uh but uh, yeah well that's a much later right episode much we've, later we've well, passed, in five yeah. years you can, this yeah. Episode, uh, you know, 296. We'll return to it. Yeah. yeah Heads yeah. up. Keep subscribed for episode 296. <laughs> That'll be an awesome one. Uh, so we've, ten, uh, 10 minutes in, should we should we jump into uh, <coughs> getting sick? Yeah. We, getting we've, a job? We've padded this episode pretty well enough. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. So, back to this conversation that did happen uh, over uh, with uh, Scott Simmons and a bunch of other. Uh, Twitter editors, did you get in on the conversation? Did you offer your opinion? Uh, I was just observing uh, at that okay. point. So I'll just read the tweet in full. So he said, so I had an AE, new guy I never met, who was to come pick up a drive for assistant work, called and is sick, maybe pick up later, still use him. And we can kind of go through, like a bunch of other people asked further questions about what went on. But uh, just so, you know, to cover our asses here, uh, we're not going to talk specifically about what you know what should scott do this is just you know we're using this to get into the the topic of what are your rights as a freelancer whether you're going to be uh calling calling sick or how do you deal with being sick and also when you're hiring other people other assistants uh under you 
uh, way when they call in sick, you know, what do you do? So, uh, should we? All right, so let's jump in from kind of the the assistant editor side. Like, let's say you're actually sick. What do you mean? So let's say you're actually sick. Yes. What do you do? So you're in this situation. You're the assistant editor. You're sick. It's your first day. Are you gonna tough it out, or 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 are you calling in? Well, I think that that even opens up further questions, anyways, because you it know does. De- what you know define what is sick. You know, as a freelancer, uh, it is up to you to decide when you're not capable of working because. But, you know, whether it's a full-time position or whether it's just you freelancing and you work from home and you're not working under anybody specifically, you know, you do have to make the call for yourself, whether you are capable for work uh, and also if you uh, are safe to work around others. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to be going to work as part of a team of editors for TV series or something like that, you also have to consider, well, if I go in there and I've got influenza, maybe I'm going to get everybody sick and I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to hurt the production a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, knock on wood, I've literally been like bedridden sick, maybe three days the past eight years, you know, my professional career. Like I can't get out of bed you know, can't work sick. So out of really? that, at, yeah. What'd you have? Uh, oh, I don't know. Probably, if you don't mind me asking. Probably the flu. I don't know. Uh, I, I am I am a stubborn late 20-year-old male. I try not to go to the doctor uh, besides my yearly, which everybody should go do, by the way. Uh, but, <laughs> but I'm like, not 50. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I'm going in. I'm going in 99 out of 100 times. But then that also, and that that is that is completely up to you. And I'm not sure at what point in this industry where that became standard, where people were just expected, you know, because people we joke about it all the time. You know, there was a, a meme that I saw posted a while back where there was a car overturned, uh, you know, got into an accident, overturned off the side of the road, and the caption said, uh, you know, it was from the producer that said, "So you're still coming in though, right?" And this this expectation that. Uh, judging from a lot of the people's responses to the Twitter conversation, it a lot of people did say, big deal, they were sick, they should still come in. Right. It, I, um, if you guys remember the movie Whiplash and our conversation about Whiplash, whatever that was, episode 12, that was a really long time ago. Um, you know, uh, uh, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Whiplash, fast forward one minute. <laughs> uh, so, you know the scene where the car flips over or yep. whatever it is, and then he gets out and he runs to the concert. Yeah. Like, like... I, I do feel like that is a very extreme situation and those are so rare. Uh, and I feel like, uh, I mean, knock on wood, at least, at least with my health and as, as somebody in their twenties, for the most part, like we're not getting deadly sick and I'm probably <laughs> pissing off a lot of people, but just, I mean, it's, I guess it's up to you, you know, at the end of the day, it's your paycheck. Do you want to get paid or not? And you have to look at it as, as as that um well let's look at it this way but here's where the big difference is between freelance and full-time really comes in because if you have a full-time position at a company and you've been working there for more than three months guess what then depending on where you live whether you're in canada and you've got the employment standards act or if you're in the u.s and you've got the fair labor standards act you've got something that protects your ass that says you cannot be fired 
if you're sick. That is not a good enough reason for you to be terminated. So you have that protection covering you like a nice safety blanket. As a freelancer, we don't have that. You have the agreed upon contract and the terms in there. And I'm willing to bet 99% of the people listening to this do not have in their contract, first of all, if they even have a contract with every single client that they do business with. But in that contract, I'm willing to bet good hard money that they do not have any clause in there about uh, any sort of sick day or you know, uh, when it comes to renegotiating the delivery dates or anything like that. So you know, if I'm sick, then I will you know, give you such and such notice and you know, whatever, something in that contract that will protect you in case your client decides to quote unquote fire you for being sick or very much you know, missing a deadline. Because I, I say quote unquote fire you because as a freelancer, since you're not hired, you can't really technically be fired. You know, so you, you do just follow the terms of your contract. The only thing that is going to really hurt is your relationship with that client and potentially other clients because that person may tell other, you know, they're going to go to their family and friends and say, the schmuck that I hired got sick and I didn't, you know, uh, you know, push the deadline by a week and that wasn't good enough. We missed the, de- you know, our deadline for, you know, the video display or something like that. So that it ultimately damages your reputation. All right, so so two things. I think if you if you are sick and if you do feel like it's going to make the work suffer, then then just be be an adult about it and talk to them and say that. And and when we get to to the other side of this situation, like I I think for the most part, people are people and they're going to understand and they're going to be sympathetic. You know, if you're yeah. actually sick and you tell them and you're genuine. Um all right, so back that, to my other well, thing. Well, that, that was one thing that was discussed in in the Twitter conversation too. A lot of people were at, were trying to get clarification. You know, well, it makes a big difference. Did did the assistant call you, Scott, or did you have to call them? And right. I, I believe in the conversation in there, it was said that well, you know, Scott had to hunt him down. Right. So, and that does make a big difference. That's a so, huge difference. Yeah. So, all right. So I, I'm new to this whole freelancing thing, and I'm talking in, in real life right now, and. Hopefully, I have a new client, uh, somebody new, who's going to use me to edit some videos. And let's say, you know, I get, I, I know about this thing coming up, and, and I get sick. Like, what am I going to do? Unless I'm in the hospital, or <laughs> like, or like my immediate family is in the hospital, or my dog is sick, uh, like really sick, not just a little sick. Um, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna be there no matter what. But then does that mean that you would expect everybody else to similarly behave the same way? Because I'm in the same boat as you, where I am, you know, and also since most of my work is done by myself in my own office, I'm not endangering anybody else's health Mm -hmm. if I go into work sick. If I can prop myself up at my desk and breathe, then it doesn't really matter if I'm sick, I'm going to, I'm going to work. So, like, I think it's 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 two different scenarios, like, if you're going in somewhere or if you can do it from home. If you can do it from home, F it, like, go pick up that footage, bring it home, get it done as fast as you bleeping can, and then go right back to sleep. Like, I, like you shouldn't lose out on a job if, if you don't have to. Yeah, what was going on in this particular situation was uh, he was uh, scott was saying all he had to do all he was expected to do to do was drive and uh, 
drive over to his house and pick up a hard drive to then get to work on. And so a lot of people said, that's it. Like, you just need to transport a drive. That doesn't take much. You know, that you should have been at least capable of that. Although you just also, uh, you also just reminded me, jogged a memory from like my university days. There was a professor who was very, very, very strict when it came to, oh, you know, I got sick, so I couldn't do the homework assignment. He always called bullshit on that. And uh, his his saying was, the only way you're going to be able to get away with, you know, using sickness as an excuse is if you say, if you can prove to me that you had SARS and a broken leg. So, you know, you cannot miss the, you know, the midterm, the exam. You cannot miss a deadline unless you have SARS and a broken leg. And which was funny. It made us laugh. And also it made us, you know, made us complain a lot because that meant that, you know, when we were sick, we still had to work and do the assignment. And I don't know, it, you know, it's a, it's a double-sided blade because that stills, that instills the idea that, you know, when you're sick, you still have to push yourself, which you can endanger your health uh, even further. And who knows, you know, doing the work while you're sick, you may not be able to, if you're not churning out your best work, then you also have to, you know, uh, balance you know, and, and make the gamble of if you rest up and, you know, push a little bit of time, then when you know when you are healthier, you could bust your ass, get the work done even better than when you were sick. So I do feel like in twenty years we're gonna look back at this and we're gonna be like, why were we such hard asses? Uh, because I, I do think like like at least uh, I, I do think we take an old school mentality to it, or at least a blue collar mentality to it. Like you know, like like a bad country song, going to work every day. Uh, I, that that is how I look at life and work. Um, but I don't know. I, I do feel I do feel that the wind is changing, uh, and at least you know we we don't we don't have a blue collar job, but we do treat it blue collar, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and if you were talking about uh, before we leave uh, and go to you know flip the coin over and talk about you know you being the hirer uh, and someone else calling in sick for you. Uh, to finish this off as the if you're an, an assistant who is either reporting to or working alongside someone else and you call in sick or even worse if you are if this is for a role where you're directly on set uh where you know the production needs to be a smooth running machine if someone does not, does not show up for that whether or not they have a legitimate excuse and they're you know whether they're sick or whether they're hey you know hung over or something that puts a wrench into the cogs of the machine. So if you do call in sick, then you, know, you are essentially screwing over the production. And I'm assuming this is all being done within 24 hours notice, because hey, if you give like three days notice, that's plenty of time for them to find a replacement. But if you, if it's within 24 hours, or hey, if they're, you know, it's call time and you're not there, and they're calling you wondering where the hell you are, you have really screwed over your colleagues there. So, you have did, to understand that. Did Did you hear that thunder and yes, see that I lightning did. behind me? Is that thunder and lightning really? The sky is. <laughs> it was blue when we started this. It is now like a dark gray. Wow! So like <laughs> Zool is just about to come over and uh, lay down some Ghostbusters wrath here. Wow! Uh, but that's okay. I, uh, I just watched the Mets lose. Uh, baseball fans out there and Mets fans, sorry. Uh, but yes. It's all good. It's all I good. Did, I did honestly. It's I was a good like, afternoon. That, that sounds like could have been thunder, but I thought that was like somebody 
you know, scraping something, you know, furniture you know, across the floor in the next room. Uh, that's this is that's this is fitting. But for any Mets fans, Thor was not pitching today. It was Degrom, uh, <laughs> and I just watched Familia blow his second save in a row. Okay, enough baseball talk. Um, all right, so <laughs> let, let's flip this around and uh, let's go from from the the hiring side. So mm-hmm. um, I think me and you were both at a point where maybe we're going to start hiring assistant editors. And what are we going to do when day one, we got this new, let's call him a new kid uh, on the job and they call in sick? Well, I have actually, yeah, I've had to hire assistants to either take over parts of a job for me because I'm either busy or, you know, uh, I'm I'm, on another job or something like that or uh, to offset work or to uh, offset cost to hire assistants to like, well, you know, you're going to organize this whole, you know, uh, you're going to organize this whole project file, sync everything up for me because I can pay you X number of dollars per hour, which is way less, way less what I would charge. So, you know, um, and I luckily have knock on wood. I haven't had any assistants call in sick to me. Although if they were, it, uh, it all depends on, again, how badly are you affecting me and my job and my reputation? Because yeah. if I'm hiring you, then you you know I'm relying on you. If you don't deliver something for me that I then have to deliver for the client, then you know you get off scot free. Really, in the client's eyes, the client uh, is going to look to me and say, "I know I'm not doing my job." So, so uh, for me, um, I will probably we'll put an asterisk. I will probably never hire an assistant editor that I have not had a beer with before. <laughs> so if, if I That's the do, interview process, it is, it is. Well, I, that that's how I do things. Uh, all right. So like nobody will ever get work from me unless I've had a drink with them and I like them as a person. And if I like them as a person, that means I could hire them. And if I do hire them and they call in sick, since I like them as a person, I'm going to be probably okay with it. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, which is a good way to kind of screen people because I'm a little bit more ballsy. And if uh, I've hired people that I've, to this day, I still haven't even met. So like face to face, like, you know, they're across the country. So, uh, yes, if, which is a little bit, you know, riskier, however, it, you know, it starts off small and then you, you know, work up to larger, larger responsibilities and uh, bigger jobs for them. So you do have to build that relationship with them. Uh, if I had one of the, if we're talking specifically about if someone, uh, first of all, if someone doesn't, let's just address the idea that if someone doesn't call me, if someone does not get back to me, if I've hired someone to do something for me and I'm expecting it and I give them a deadline and that deadline comes and goes and I have not heard from them, that to me is strike like one two and three yes you know you need you you cannot have your employer your you know whoever's hired you or your client chase you yeah so uh on on the hiring side um i do think that you need you need to be able to have them be able to talk to you openly so if they're sick, if uh, if they're running late on something, like I do, I do think they need to feel like they can tell you, because it's that's only going to protect you in the end. Well, why? What scenario could you put someone into where 
they would feel like unless they're like unless they fear you like you know the wrath right. of god will come down on you but right that's, uh, unless that's way unless better they're, unless they're you know completely under the weather and they're not gonna be able to get it done if they're if they're scared to tell you that if they're scared they're gonna get fired for that and then they ultimately don't do it like as the as the hirer, you're only shooting yourself in the foot. So, but that fear it's that fear would be it would be illogical though because to, to me it, it's you know do you let the person know? Do you give them heads up and say, listen, sorry, I've come down with a you know, uh, you know a stage five flu and I can't open my eyes. I'm I, I'm completely incapable of work and finishing this. If it's the difference between giving them two or three days notice or having them hunt you down and call you to find out that you're sick, that's a huge difference. In scenario Completely. one, I can, you know, it's recoverable. You may be of the mindset that, you know, that may be grounds for never hiring them again. Like, well, buddy got sick, that's no excuse, I won't hire them again. Okay, that's, you know, to me, I still think your rep, your reputation is then preserved because if I heard that you got fired because you were sick, but you gave ample notice, Okay, I'm I'm not going to hold that against you. I don't personally think that's a huge strike, mm-hmm. but if I hear you know, you know oh this guy you know this guy fired me for this job once because I got sick and I didn't tell him and he called me on the day of the deadline, okay, that's completely different. You know, you have to be still accountable for the deadline that you accepted. So always right. be and communicating so i i think that that that's a good word accountable so i think on both sides as the assistant editor as the hirer you need to be accountable so yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, to come back to uh, you know people who if you're hiring an, uh, an assistant editor and you expect them whether if it's simply your expectations you expect them to work while they're sick or if it's because of the importance of the deadline. So, you know, if it goes beyond just, uh, uh, you know, just how you think, but it, uh, you know, if you stress the importance of the job and say, listen, this is for Steven Spielberg. We need to deliver. Like, you are not going to make me look bad. So even if you're sick, you will work. If so, if you express those expectations over to them beforehand, then you you know maybe you'll scare them off maybe they'll say hold on you know not worth it and they'll walk away but wouldn't you be glad that that happened before you know this encounter all happened yes um, so i i would never expect someone if they're really sick to push through uh you know push through it actually i did have someone oh my god i okay this is statute of limitations has run out on this because this was some time ago i actually did have a client who hired me for a job to put together a video for them to uh, to uh, advertise one of their products, and that uh, he wanted it for in time for product launch, but the product launch date was completely up to whenever he got the video. I bas- I did him a favor, so this was yeah this was a freebie. So the return was okay. That means you know I will get the video for you by this time, and you know you can't set the launch date until I get it to you. And he understood that and that was fine. So it, the deadline was very loose depending on my schedule and if I got sick I got sick to the point where for 24 hours I actually couldn't do anything so that was a day where I said nope not doing anything need to recover and I got he didn't flip out but I did get messages I I told him listen I'm sick I've got this 
I'll be back at it tomorrow. I expect that'll recover, so we'll we'll just push it by a day. And I got messages from him very, very politely nudging me, like, oh, that's so sorry to hear. Could you just suck it up though? Mm-hmm. And you know, I and I, I was trying I was in no mood to hear it, so I was trying to be very polite and say, dude, just don't push me, please. Just I'll get back to it tomorrow. You know, but he was very politely saying, couldn't you just and you know quote unquote finish it up and i just i don't know at, at that point i was very at, at that mood i was in i was very very close to saying something that would have made, made you know nuns blush because i was pretty pissed so i mean if you're doing something for free or if you're doing something that's that's let's call it low stress <laughs> then you need to take care of your body first uh so i i know i was being kind of uh hard earlier like if you're sick you're going to work doesn't matter but like mm. if if it doesn't matter like if you can pu- if you can if you can push something and it doesn't hurt you then then take the time and get better right know your limits yeah and i think that's also why we talked we stressed talking about taking care of yourself and proper health and you know you know eating well proper exercise all that good stuff uh, on this podcast because that works directly into keeping yourself healthy so that you can work because there will be times when you push yourself you have 18 hour days and your body will be able to withstand that a lot better if you've taken care of it you know in your you know in your off time so to speak um, so you know I, I'm done with that period of life where uh, I'll go for six weeks of 18 hour days and you know still only managing like four hours of sleep a night so I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, I can't. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've talked about this once or twice. I think so. A bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. So, do we want to kind of wrap sum this up? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear from our listeners because this generated a, a lot of great discussion. From uh, uh, thanks for Scott to uh, getting this discussion going, and for other people for jumping in and offering their opinions. Yeah, there's no right or wrong really to it, so uh, it's kind of you know everybody's uh, opinion, everybody's best practices. So, uh, our listeners, if you want to chime in, if you've ever had a time where you were expected to work while sick and you know uh, had to deal with that, uh, we would love to hear about how you dealt with it. So you can do so by either tweeting us at command edit or emailing us at uh, command edit podcast at gmail dot com. And, and uh, yeah, if you're uh, over in the Facebook group, uh, I know Rhonda, she had a firsthand experience with this. Like she was sick for her first day at a new job and uh, she gives a, a good story. So uh, go check that out in uh, in the, the comments and the thread in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as well, on the, the uh, over in the show notes, I found a couple of helpful links for uh, for the, uh, I guess, the legal and also ethical you know, reasoning behind calling in sick, whether you work in uh, in Canada or the U.S. So uh, I do. I'll include links. I've got the uh, the ESA and the uh, the Fair Labor Standards Act. So if you want to peruse that, which you should anyways, just to know you know what's within your rights, uh, and also a couple other handy links for uh, contractors, freelancers about when you you know decide to call in sick. What are the repercussions for that? Um, including one really good article over at uh, DW User, which, granted, is a little bit old, but as I read through it, I thought this is still very, very relevant. Um, uh, but uh, the point that they emphasize in there that is that uh, when you call in sick, you know, one of the worst things that can happen is that your re- your reputation will suffer. Um, so that's that's kind of one of the bigger factors to take into into consideration. 
All right. Well, uh, it's been a good good discussion in episode 55. Yeah, absolutely. So thank yeah. you thank you to our listeners for listening. As always, uh, if you haven't done so, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or whatever app of choice you use. Uh, let us know if you prefer a, po- a, a specific uh, podcast app. I've been waiting to hear back from enough, uh, you know, enough people about SoundCloud before jumping on that bandwagon and getting our episodes over there. So if you use SoundCloud and you want command edit over there, let us know. Uh, in the meantime, uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Uh, yeah, so uh, one last thing, one last thing. Uh, so for SoundCloud and Libsyn and all this other stuff that we do, like it does take money. Uh, so I will say that we are looking for a new sponsor. So if you guys have any suggestions uh, about a sponsor that you uh, might like to hear uh, on the podcast, uh, let us know. Uh, let us know uh, what kind of companies you think would be a good fit for us to reach out to, or if you if you know people there, that would be awesome. So we can get things on SoundCloud and pay the bills and keep the lights on. Lights are off, but uh, yeah, I'd like to be able to turn the back on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So stay healthy, drink up, uh, get some vitamin C in you. And uh, as always, I'm Nick. And I'm Josh. And you're you. See you guys next time. See ya. I wonder how many people listen to all the way to the end. Ha, <laughs> ha,